Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. so glad that you're here to hang out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am the host of this podcast for Your Life Rocks. And I'm so excited that you're here with us today because I'm excited about this episode. The last couple of weeks, we have highlighted some of our lifestyle experts, um, really sharing their expertise and helping you set yourself up for success in this new year to reach all of the goals in all different areas of your life. Because that's what we do here at Your Life Rocks. We're all about helping working Christian moms create balance, clear chaos, and move closer to your goals in all areas of life because that's how we define balance. We define balance by setting goals in eight different areas of life and moving towards them. Now, we can't do it all at once, of course, and that's why we have our membership called Life Balance to really help teach you the systems in order to be able to do that. Because we don't want you to get overwhelmed with it because it can be super overwhelming. That's where the chaos comes in. And it really is one of our goals to help you cut that chaos. Now, the reason why I'm so excited about this episode is because I get to share with you some tips to help you really set yourself up for success to reach your goals in your career. I am the lifestyle expert for Your Life Rocks for the career section. And so that takes place both in our free Facebook community as well as our membership and right here on this podcast. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, or maybe you've heard a couple episodes, I just wanted to share with you a little bit more about my background and who I am. Like I said, my name is Jenny, and I live in Oregon with my family. I'm raising two boys. They are 7 and 11, and my husband owns a business here in town, and I do all of the sales and marketing for his business as well. I do everything here for Your Life Rocks as the creator of Your Life Rocks. And I created this business, gosh, what was it now? Maybe a year and a half ago now, um, while I was working full-time corporately. And a lot of the things that I'm going to be talking about in this episode are things that really helped me build this business while I was working full-time, but it's also the same principles that I used in my full-time job in order to help me reach my goals there. Working corporately, I have worked a lot of different sales jobs, a lot of different management jobs, operations jobs, training jobs, and uh, most recently, the last job that I had before I left to do Your Life Rocks full-time is I was a director for the country of Canada for a health and wellness company in the direct sales market. Now, with most jobs that I've had over the course of my career, there are always projects, there are always things that need to get done, but there's always that goal at the end. Maybe it's getting a bonus. Maybe it's getting a promotion. Maybe it's just doing a good job. (laughs) Sometimes we forget that we get paid to do a good job, right? So sometimes that is just all what the goal is, is to be able to deliver on those things that are being expected of us. Now, the things that I'm going to share, like I said, I've also used these same practices, these same principles in my own business as an entrepreneur. It's the same kind of stuff that I teach when I'm talking to those building a business within the direct sales multi-level marketing world because they're all universal and it all has to do with organizing our time and being on top of our priorities with a laser focus. 
So if that's something that you're looking for, then this podcast episode is certainly for you. Now, the inspiration for this podcast really came from a coaching client that I have, and I was talking to her last week, and she's done an amazing job in incorporating the lessons from our membership, Life Balance, into her life, and it's given her so much more clarity, and it's really helped her move mountains in areas like her health, her faith, her marriage, even just in the way that she takes care of herself and clearing away that clutter that happens between our two ears with self-doubt and just overwhelm, anxiousness, all of that. She's done an amazing job. But as she starts to really focus in on her career piece of it, she was really trying to apply some of those same principles that we teach about life to our career. And sometimes they just don't translate. And so in this episode, I'm going to share with you a framework that I use Um, to help me really move closer to all my goals, to accomplish those goals, but then also some really practical tips that you can apply today, right this minute, to really help you be more effective, more focused, and really, really get the job done. Are you ready? All right, let's jump right into it. All right, so one of the very first things we're going to be talking about is a system. Yep, structure. Now, some of you out there listening might love structure. You might love systems and you are getting super excited right now because you know that's what we're going to be talking about. Others of you might be a little bit more creative and the thought of systems and structure just makes you want to roll over and do something else, right? So I think it's important to address that, that it's important to know yourself and what's going to work best for you. But even as I coach people who are very creative, If we can find a system that will work for you, it can be a very free-flowing system, but having a system of some kind is super important. And truth be told, I can be very, very analytical, and I like systems, I like structure, but I also have like this little vein of being a rebel that runs throughout me. (laughs) And so sometimes I like to rebel against those systems and those structures. So I do like things that are a little bit more free-flowing. And so we'll be addressing kind of a little bit of both of that. So regardless of who you are and what style you prefer, you will be able to grab something from this that will really help you in your career. So as we talk about a system and a structure, this is really going to be kind of a theme to carry everything throughout. But before we get into all of that, I think it goes without saying the very first step to this process is really defining what it is your goal is and what your vision is for your career. And I say goal and vision because they are two completely different things. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in going after a goal that we forget that we need to have a vision first. The vision defines what those goals should be in order to create the vision. The vision is really what you want to create. It's how you want to feel. It's kind of fits into every part of your life. And sometimes I feel like that's where we can kind of lose things with balance is that we create a vision for what we want for our career. We create a vision for what we want for our marriage. We create a vision for what we want as a mom, but those visions don't always line up. And so I think it's important first that we start out with a vision for our life and then make goals in each of those different categories in order to funnel into that vision. So that would be that very first step is to create that vision for what you want your life to look like. Because once you have that vision, then with your career, you can design your career to fit into that vision. Because sometimes we'll just run on these tracks that are given to us from our employer or um, things that we think we should, (laughs) and I say should with air quotes around it, be doing or striving for or working towards. 
but they don't necessarily fit into a vision that we want to create. And this was a big realization for me recently when I had my last corporate job. It was a great job. I loved what I did. I loved the company that I worked for, but it didn't fit in with the vision that I had for my life. And for a while, I just had my blinders on and I was working hard and marching forward towards reaching the different goals that I had set out for myself in that career path. But meanwhile, it wasn't necessarily fulfilling my family. It wasn't fulfilling my greater purposes that I felt like God had for me. And it just wasn't conducive to building a life that I wanted to live. And so sometimes we need to really start with that vision to make sure that we are on the right track. And if you're not, then that's okay. You can always find a way to move off of the track. And I say that a little slowly, and I'm going to even repeat it again. There is always a way to move off of the track. If you find that you are in a place that you just don't think that you should be, maybe you spent a lot of years getting there through schooling. Maybe you've dedicated a lot of years to your career. It's never too late to switch gears. And if you ever need help with that, reach out because I can help walk you through some steps and just asking you some questions, sometimes on the phone to help you create your own path out of it can be really, really key. So whether you reach out to me, another mentor, but definitely reach out if you feel like you're not where you need to be. All right, so step one is creating that vision. Now, if you do my business focus boot camp, which is really designed for those in the direct selling space, or you do my membership um, model for life balance, I'll walk you through kind of those steps of creating that vision. You know, even in my free mini course of the weekly success planning, we do this a little bit. Of really thinking about how you want to feel and then designing a life around that for you. And so that is that very first step. But once you get clear on what the vision is for your life and you can really see it like playing like a movie, you can imagine it happening. What kind of clothes are you wearing? What does your house look like? What are you doing? How are you spending your time? Um, all of those things, then we can move on to goals. Now, goals are something that's really measurable in order to help you fulfill that vision. So since we are talking about career, once you have that vision for your life, think about how your career really funnels into that. How does it help support that greater vision that you have? Maybe it's a financial need, right? Because if you have this vision for this great house out in the country with a bunch of land, that's my vision, then obviously there needs to be a certain income coming in that can support that vision, right? And oftentimes income comes from our career. So that is part of it. But then it's also part of it as you're setting these goals um, is the lifestyle piece of it. When you have this vision for your life, are you traveling a lot for work? Are you working from home? Are you working in an office? Do you employ other people? Do you work for another corporation, but you are in an elevated position? Are you a leader? Or are you doing something that just fulfills you, fulfills your purpose, and maybe doesn't have a a fancy title to it or even a great paycheck to it? That's okay. It is your vision for your life and what God is really calling you to do. The other thing to think about as you're setting goals are your natural strengths and talents, the gifting that God has given you. Because sometimes we might think, oh, I want to do a certain thing. But if God has given you a gift for something, the Bible has called us to use those talents to further the kingdom. So he's given those for you for a purpose, for a reason to further his kingdom. And I think it's important that whether it's through your career or through something else that you recognize what those are and you have a plan for it. 
because sometimes it's not necessarily having anything to do with your career, but you have to first acknowledge it to decide, is this something that's going to be fulfilled by my career? And if it's not, then you have to be very intentional about making sure that you're using that talent in another way. So for example, I have a friend who is a natural matchmaker. (laughs) Like she is so great at making connections with people and it's divine, right? Like she knows I don't even know if she knows, but she's just has this knack for knowing what people need and fulfilling that need with another person, making sure that they're connected with someone else. And she just does it so effortlessly, so naturally. It is definitely a God-given talent. Now, what she does for her work doesn't necessarily fit in with that. But what she does in her free time, what she does for what she considers fun, um, but with community outreach and things like that that she's involved in, that's where she uses that talent. So again, just make sure that you recognize that talent. And if it's not being fulfilled in your work, then it's being fulfilled somewhere else. So in review, first one is goal. Or So just to review... Number one, you want to make sure you have a good vision. Number two, your goals need to be very clear to fulfill that vision. And as you're setting those goals, you should be thinking about money, lifestyle, and your talents. Now, goals are measurable, right? They should be something that you can really set a number behind, set a pattern to get to that number to really measure your progress and have tasks that go into you achieving that goal. So see how we're kind of reverse engineering this greater vision, breaking it down to goals, and now we're moving into those tasks that will help you get there. Now, when you're setting these goals for yourself, honestly, so I talked about money, lifestyle, and talents. But if we're being completely transparent and honest, (laughs) if you work corporately, sometimes our goals are given to us. But those are kind of micro goals. And I think it's important to note that when you are working corporately, when someone else is your boss, someone else is giving you your goals, those goals should still be a sub goal of your main goal, right? So for example, when I was working corporately, uh, we would have annual goals, quarterly goals, weekly goals even, on numbers that we needed to hit in order to drive the business forward. Now for me, it was important to hit those goals because my personal goal was to get a raise every year, to get a promotion, um, to be able to take advantage of those different opportunities that help my lifestyle. Because when you're hitting those goals that your employer sets out for you, now you have negotiating power in order to ask for the things you want, like working from home if that's part of your vision or traveling less, or traveling more if you want those opportunities. So think about that way, that your goals from your employer are kind of those micro goals that help you achieve your bigger goals. And if there's something out of alignment there, then that's where I just encourage you to reach out for a mentor, do some praying, and figure out how you can get those things in alignment. All right, now one of the things that we have not yet talked about with goals and vision is timeline. And I think it's important that we have various different timelines. So for example, a five-year vision, a one-year vision, even a 90-day vision, 90 days from now, have a vision for what you want your life to look like. It might not be drastically different than where you are right now, but it should be moving you forward towards your greater five-year vision. It's just chunked down to 90 days. And the reason why I love 90 days for goal setting is 90 days is long enough that you can really make an impact with focus and intentionality, but it's short enough that you can still be motivated. Now, some people are just naturally stubborn and they can stick to a goal for a year, five years, 10 years, but others of us, we can get distracted really easy. And so if we set too much of long-term goals without those short-term goals, 
we can just go astray. And that's why even within a 90-day goal, you should still have 30-day goals, weekly goals, even daily goals that all feed into those greater goals and visions. So for the sake of timeline and for the tips that I'm going to give, I really want to be working off of this 90-day framework. That's what we work off within our membership. And really, again, I just love the 90-day framework. You can break down an entire year into four 90-day sprints, um, and you can really be amazed at what you can accomplish in your life when you do that. All right, so once you get to kind of thinking about your career goals for 90 days, what do you want to accomplish in the next 90 days for your career? Then you can really start breaking it down to the things that need to be done. Now, this is typically when overwhelm can set in (laughs) because there's a lot that needs to be done in 90 days. You think about that, how much stuff gets done in just one day, let alone 90 days. It can get extremely overwhelming. And so I think if you think about a funnel, and if you have a notebook while you're listening to this podcast, you can even just draw a funnel, a very large V, keep the V open at the bottom. But really thinking about like kind of all of those projects, not tasks, but projects that need to be done. The different milestones if you're working towards a goal. So for example, if you're listening to this and you are um, working in a multi-level marketing business or direct selling business, it might be different rank advancements. You know, maybe in 90 days you want to have your income to a certain um, amount, right? On the path to get there, as you kind of go throughout that funneled process, that timeline, it really is almost having those different milestones, right? Of hitting different ranks along the way until you get to that place. If you're working corporately, maybe for you in that 90 days, It's hitting some of those different numbered goals that your employer has given you. Maybe it's completing some projects that are going to help move the business forward. Now, there's a lot of tasks within those projects. There's a lot of different things that need to be done within those projects, but you can kind of be thinking in this 90-day period, what are those projects that I want to focus on, I want to dive into, and I want to get done? Now, that same thing can be said as an entrepreneur. If you're running your own business, Be thinking about what your goals are for those next 90 days, what you want to have accomplished in your business and what projects might need to be done in order to do that. It might be some milestones. It might be different growth numbers, but it could be also be projects for both. So really be open to what that's going to take. But ask yourself this question, and you might want to write this down. The question is, what's it going to take in order for me to reach that 90-day goal? That question will let you know if it's going to be projects, numbers, milestones, whatever it is. What needs to be accomplished in order for me to hit that 90-day goal? Now, really try to keep it top line. Don't get too much into the details and the weeds. We will get there, I promise. But we're not there yet. Keep it top line what things need to be done. Now, this is the point where systems come into play. So this is where my my inner self gets super excited because I love systems and I love structure so much. And the reason why I love them so much, I think, is because I know it works. I know it gets me results. And just like anything else, when you start out on a journey and you just know, like you can taste the success at the end of it, you can't help but be excited, right? It's kind of like when you, you know, are getting ready to go to the airport to go to Hawaii, (laughs) the family vacation. You can like taste that the vacation is coming and you know that that's going to be really great. I want you to feel the same way about this process because you're starting out on a journey and you know it's going to have great 
results at the end of it. You know you're going to be reaching that goal. And it's important that you start off with that mindset of knowing, believing 100% that you will get there. And the truth is, whatever your goal is, if you do the action required to get there, you'll get there. (laughs) And I always think that that's just one of the most motivating things possible to think about that you will get there if you just do the action. All right, so now that you have kind of listed out what those projects, what those things need to be done in order for you to reach your goal, now the next thing is to, like I said, put it into a system. Now the system that I prefer to use is Trello. It's T-R-E-L-L-O, and I'll make sure I link to that in the show notes for this episode. You can go to yourliferocks.com forward slash 61 to get the show notes for this episode. But the thing I love about Trello is like you can put your projects or your milestones on there as a card, right? That's what they call them as like a card. And then within that card, you can create a to-do list, everything that needs to be done in order for you to reach that milestone, everything that needs to be done in order for you to complete that project. You can delegate some of those tasks to other people and share that card with them. You can add photos, you can add different notes, you can add so many different things. And I just love how it organizes everything. You can set up reminders for those tasks, you can set up deadlines. It's an incredible, incredible visual tool to use. And it has an app for your phone as well as on your desktop. So for me, it helps to really keep everything in one place. It keeps me organized where I can really see it because I'm a very visual person. And so it really helps me be able to look at that and see where my progress is and what needs to be done each and every single day. In fact, within my Business Focus Bootcamp for uh, multi-level marketers, I even encourage you to use Trello as a way of tracking your prospects and your customers um, and to make sure that you're really providing great service to people that you're that you're servicing. So um, anyway, check out Trello. It's a really, really great tool. So whatever system you use, even if it's just like a notebook, if you're old school, non-technology, then you can get a notebook um, and just get some tabs in the notebook, whether it be little stickers that you use or you get, you know, one of those bigger five-star notebooks that already has the sections. Um, or, you know, I even have a, a notebook system that I recommend using ARC from Staples, if that's near you, where you can kind of rip stuff out and put it back in, <laughs> which is really kind of cool. So even if it's a three-week binder, whatever system works for you. Again, it's not important about necessarily what you use, just that you use something that you follow some kind of a system to really track everything that needs to be done. So once you've kind of laid out those projects or milestones that will help you reach that overarching goal, now we're really getting into action, which is my favorite thing to talk about, which is action. So once we're looking at the action piece of this, we're really talking about your calendar because if it does not live on your calendar, it is not going to happen. Even if you don't keep a calendar, if it's not on your calendar, it's not going to happen because your calendar is just a reflection of your time and how you're spending your time. And if there are certain actions that need to be done and you're not spending your time on those actions, you're not doing them. And if you're not doing the actions, you're not going to reach those milestones or projects. And if you're not doing those milestones or projects, you're not going to reach your goal. Again, like I said, this is what makes it so exciting when we start on this process is by doing these actions, you know you're going to get there. But when you don't do the actions, you're not. (laughs) So let's talk about doing these actions and getting it on your calendar. Now, there's always this debate. Should I have an electronic calendar? Should I have a paper calendar? I'm a big proponent of having both. 
If it's a reminder or an appointment with someone, then it goes on my electronic calendar. If I have to say three weeks from this Tuesday, call someone about something, it goes on my electronic calendar because it will beep at me and remind me the day before. It'll beep at me and remind me 15 minutes before the time of. I need that. (laughs) And again, it's important to know yourself well enough to know what systems work for you. That's what works for me. If I have an appointment with someone, it's on my calendar. The phone number's on my calendar. The address of where I need to be is on my calendar. That's one of the things that I do in my Sunday prep for my week ahead is to make sure I have all of that stuff lined up because I don't know if I'm going to have a sick kid that day and I'm not going to have time to go look up a phone number or an address or I'm going to be running late because I had to get gas or whatever it is. You never know. So do that prep time ahead of time. And that's why I still believe in this, that I made my weekly success planning course for free because I want you to be successful. And again, I'll link to that in the show notes so that you have it. But as we're talking about action, it's important that you're looking at your list of the things that need to be done in order for you to reach your goal. And you're listing out all of the things. So if it's a project, you're listing out all of the tasks that need to be done. Once you have that list listed out, I want you to go back through and prioritize it, like number it. What needs to be done first, second, third, fourth, and fifth? And sometimes those priorities can be because it's urgent because someone else needs something. So for example, if you're working on a project and something needs to be designed, you probably need to get that information to the designer so that they can be working on what they need to work on while you're working on something else, right? And some of it is going to be just part of your daily SOP. SOP standing for standard operating practices, something that needs to be done repeatedly day in and day out. It might be making cold calls. It might be reaching out to influencers. um, It might be touching base with your employees every single day, right? Those are standard operating practices. And so it's important that you identify those too, because those will live on your calendar every single day. And oftentimes, this is a little tip, This is a pitfall for people is that they think about the bigger things that need to be done, the new things that need to be done, but they forget about those SOPs and putting the SOPs on your calendar. And if you don't put daily check-ins with your employees on your calendar, guess what? The day will get away from you and you will forget. If you don't put reviewing your calendar on your calendar, your day will run away with you and you won't get a chance to. And that's where overwhelm starts to set in. So I highly, highly encourage you to put everything on your calendar. I put on my calendar white space so that way I have time to go to the washroom. (laughs) I know that sounds silly, but sometimes we get so busy that we forget to schedule that kind of time in. I schedule white space also so that I can be there if something comes up as an emergency and needs me so that I don't get overwhelmed and I don't feel guilty that something else didn't get done. So white space is super important to have on your calendar as well. All right, now I'm getting ahead of myself because I get so excited talking about this. All right, so once you've prioritized those things on your projects, on those milestones that need to be done, now it's time to plug them in to your calendar. Now, for me, when I'm plugging them into my calendar, I run in two-week sprints. Now, this is from a Scrum method. Um, Scrum is a book that was written. It's not the easiest read, so I won't encourage you to go read it unless you really love those thick database research type books, then definitely check out Scrum. Um, Otherwise, you can just Google Scrum and there's all kinds of different things that will kind of walk you through it. But for me, it really is just staying focused on 
maximum of three projects in a two-week period of time. So it keeps me from being too overwhelmed. And again, we're just talking about career. So I'm not talking about any projects that have to be done like at home or with your kids or with your health. I'm just talking career, right? So there's other systems that I recommend for life in general, but just within your career, within those hours that you work, picking three projects. And every two weeks, they might be the same projects. Like if you're in an MLM, it might be the same thing, right? Like growing your connections might be one of your projects. Following up on your connections might be another one. And number three might be developing leaders. And every two weeks, those are your things. But the details between that, like the people, might be very different. If you work corporately or even as an entrepreneur, if you're building your own business, those projects might stay the same. They might change. But I think it's important that you only focus on those three things. And going back to that conversation that I said I had with one of my coaching clients that kind of spurred on the content for this podcast was her overwhelm for her business that she was creating. And just thinking, and she said to me, you know, Jenny, there's just, what should I be focusing on right now for my business? There's so many different things and I want to take this course and I want to take that course and I want to do this project and I want to get started on that. And I still have to finish up these 10 things that I had started last year. And this is where we really talked about this is that there are so many exciting things happening. If you're an idea person, then you get this. There are so many things that pop into our head, things that we want to do, the impact that we want to make, um, new projects that we know will move the bottom line forward. But we only have so many hours in a day and we are in charge of how much overwhelm we allow into our lives. And so when you can pick just three, it really makes you pick just the three that are going to have the biggest impact, the three that are going to have the biggest return of investment, the three that are going to move you closer to your goal. And maybe those other ones are awesome. Maybe they will help, but that doesn't mean you need to do them right now. It really helps you make a decision a decision on which projects you're going to devote your time to. And I promise you, when you can decide what those things that you are going to put your time to, you can put the tasks needed on your calendar and you're doing those tasks, you are going to feel so amazing at the end of the day. You're going to feel so amazing at what you're able to accomplish in a week, in a month, in that 90-day period of time that you're not going to feel bad about all the stuff that you didn't get to. Because when you're trying to get to everything, you're really getting to nothing. I'm going to say that again. When you're trying to get to everything, you're really getting to nothing. Not one thing. Not doing a very good job at it anyway. And you're feeling so overwhelmed and stressed and like you're not good enough and you're not doing a good enough job. This process eliminates all of that. All right. So going back to if you're using Trello, you have your projects in there, you've listed out all of those tasks that need to be done, you've prioritized those tasks of what needs to be done, and then you're just selecting the next two weeks, what are the three projects that I'm working on? And again, you might not complete that project in two weeks. It might be something that you maybe are working on for the next, all the entire 90-day period. It doesn't matter, but you're just picking those three things. 
And this brings me to a paper calendar. Now, I know some people who can do this electronically. Um, They live on their, say, like tablet or their phone, and so that's really easy for them. For me, I still believe that there's a psychological process in writing things out, like the physical act of writing it out that really brings a little bit more concreteness um, into doing planning. And plus, again, I'm a very visual person, so I like to have the written version in front of me. But this is where... You're looking at that two-week period of time. You're looking at those three projects that you've chosen and all of the things that need to be done, and you are opening up a weekly calendar, a daily calendar, and you're plugging those things in, time blocking. Now, maybe you've heard about the stones, small pebbles, and sand before and water. This is exactly where that comes into play. You want to put the most important things in first. So taking care of yourself, make sure your workouts are on your calendar, make sure your time with your family is on your calendar, make sure all of those important things are on your calendar first, then you can start putting in all of these other things. Now if you're working out well before your work hours, I think it's important you have that listed out somewhere too. Maybe your calendar is just your work hours, but I highly encourage you to set up a morning routine and we have some other episodes that you can go back to and listen to about setting up a morning routine, an evening routine, all of those things, but that's important. Now, after you put some of those bigger rocks in, the next thing I encourage you to block into your calendar is white space and preparation and close time. So what I mean by that is having that first, say, 30 minutes of your workday blocked off So no other appointments can come in. You're not working on anything. You're not talking to anyone during those first 30 minutes because those first 30 minutes are setting up your day. Reviewing the tasks, making sure those tasks are on your calendar and that everything is just kind of flowing and fitting in perfectly. And then same thing at the end of your day, that last 30 minutes. That last 30 minutes, that gives you that opportunity to reply to those emails that have been kind of been left off all day or return some of those phone calls that have been left off all day um, or to just help you finish out some of the things that maybe you didn't finish the way you wanted to. And then again, putting in like a block of 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be a ton of time, but just a couple blocks of 15 minutes of white space throughout your day so that you can respond to things that are urgent, take care of yourself when you need to, or Imagine this, something takes more time than you actually think it will. Maybe a meeting runs late, a call runs over. That happens. If you don't give yourself white space, you are going to be stressed out all day long. So give yourself some of that white space in your day. And then you can start plugging in pre-scheduled things, meetings, phone calls, things like that. And then what's what's left, you can look at your projects and decide what needs to be put in activities put in for that time. So you're not going to put the project in, say from like two to three on your calendar, but maybe within that project, one of the things that you needed to do was to make a spreadsheet of vendors, or maybe it's designing something, or maybe it is reaching out to some people or deciding who it is that you need to reach out to. Whatever it is, a task oriented to that bigger project, those tasks are what go onto your calendar. They don't go on a to-do list because to-do lists very rarely get done unless you put it on your calendar. Now, every two weeks, you want to also make sure you put on your calendar time to groom your Trello board. Mark things off that have gotten done. Add things that have come up that need to get done. Maybe you decide, you know, you think that this one project is something you're going to carry out for 90 days, but two weeks in you decide, you know what, this other project I think is going to have a priority and this one will go on the back burner. 
But all of those things need to be on your calendar. All right, so let's review kind of this process of helping you reach your goals in your career. So number one was starting off with a clear vision. Five years, one year, 90 day vision for your life. Not your career, your life. Because your career is just part of your life and you wanna make sure that it fits in with every part of who you are. Your marriage, your faith, as a parent, all of that stuff, right? Then number two, you're gonna set goals that fulfill that vision, that help that vision come into reality. And as you're setting those goals, you're going to think about money, lifestyle, and talents. And again, setting those goals in a time frame of five year, one year, and 90 days. And then number three, you're going to ask yourself what needs to be done in order to reach this goal for the 90-day period. And then you're going to get organized about that. So maybe it's a bunch of projects, maybe it's a bunch of milestones. Like I said, I recommend Trello. Um, as a digital way of organizing those projects. But if you want to do it on paper, that's totally cool too. Figure out what works for you, but find a system that's going to work. Once you have those projects listed out, then you want to list out all of the activities, the tasks, things that go into that project or milestone being hit. Then you're going to go back through and prioritize that list. Number it, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, all the way to 100 if you need to. But that will really help you figure out which steps need to happen. And then you're going to put it onto your calendar, starting off with putting the big important things on your calendar that really help to fulfill the other parts of your life and your vision, putting in some white space, and then putting in appointments or meetings, and then putting in tasks that will move you forward to reach those projects or milestones you've set that will help you reach your goal. Now, the very last tip I wanna share with you is about being productive during that time. Now, this is an app that I have on my phone that when I'm feeling a little not so productive, (laughs) but I know I need to be productive, this really gets me fired up. Now, maybe for you, it's playing certain music or um, reaching out to an accountability partner and just saying, I'm struggling, but I got to get this done. Will you send me a text message in 30 minutes? Whatever it works for you. For me, I use an app on my phone called Brain Focus, and it's really a Pomodoro method. You've probably heard me talk about this before if you've listened to my podcast, but basically the Pomodoro method is that you work strong and hard for 25 minutes, very focused, and then you have a five-minute break. Now, the reason why I love this for me is because I'm a natural procrastinator on things that I'm not so excited about. And truth be told, even though we say, like, find a career that fills your passion, there is no job out there that's 100% going to be full of things that you love. Every job out there is going to have things that you have to do that you don't necessarily love. And for me, when those things come up, I procrastinate. I will find any distraction, even if it's something I don't love doing, to do instead of doing what needs to be done. And so that's why I use this Brain Focus app when those things come up. Because when I hit go, I know 25 minutes, you have to do this. Don't get up. Don't stand up. Don't call someone. Don't open a new tab on your computer. Do the task. At the end of the 25 minutes, whatever it is that my flesh, my body is telling me, I just do this instead. I'll do that other thing. But after 25 minutes, I'll have a five-minute break and I can go onto Facebook. I can get up and walk around and talk to people or I can organize my desk or sort out all of the pens that don't work out of my pen holder. I'm telling you. 
there's a ton of stuff that I distract myself with when I'm supposed to be doing something. And I know you can relate to that because I talk to people all day long who tell me that they do the same thing. So that's what I use this app for. Again, it's called Brain Focus. Um, I have it on Android. Might be called something different on Apple if you have an Apple phone. Um, Look up Tomato Timer. Look up Pomodoro Method. You'll find a free app, I'm sure, that will allow you to, to do the same kind of a thing. It's just a 25-minute timer with a five-minute break in between. But when you can assign yourself a task for that 25-minute period of time, chances are you can get it done. And when it's done, you are one step closer to reaching your goal. Woohoo! So exciting, right? I think it's exciting. And again, going back to just believing that when you do these actions, when you do what's necessary, you will, you will reach your goal. There's no question that you will reach your goal. You just have to do it. And hopefully these steps today help put you into that place where you feel equipped, empowered, and able in order to fulfill that vision for your life and reach your goals for your career. And so now it comes time for my favorite part of the podcast where we get to talk about a Bible verse. And you know, this is something we've done since the very beginning of this podcast, and we are now 61 episodes deep. The Your Life Rocks podcast has gone on for more than a year, and this is something that's really important for me because, yes, this is a podcast to help you with your life. This episode is to help you with your career. None of that is possible without Jesus in our lives. It really isn't. I mean, true fulfillment, true balance, clearing the chaos, all of that really stems from him and from his spirit. And the reason why I decided to have a scripture in every single episode is so that we can really make sure that we're living in the word. It's not just something that we read on Sundays or have read to us on Sundays, but rather it's part of our life. It's something that becomes a living word because it is a living word of God, but we need to accept that and we need to walk in that in order to reap those fruits. And this is one of my favorite Bible verses when we talk about career and work and what we do, because so often it's easy to talk about the things that we want, but then when we start working on it, that's where we get overwhelmed or distracted, and then we don't ever really get to what it is that we want to go. And so this Bible verse just really reminds us of how important hard work is, and it's Proverbs 14.23 And it reads, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And the thing I love about this is that it's really, again, it's easy to talk about what it is that we want. It's easy to set the vision, talk about the goals, but if we don't do the work, we're never going to reap the benefits of that. And what we've talked about in this episode today really was helping you outline that work so that you can be into action. I don't believe that people who don't do the work, it's not necessarily because they don't want to. I mean, I think sometimes there's that plays into it, but oftentimes I think it's because we set these goals that are just sometimes really overwhelming for us and we don't know where to start or goals are given to us and we don't feel like we have ownership over them. But the truth is we have ownership over our time. The time is ours and we can decide where we want to spend that time, how we want to focus on those things. And we can control the way that we're looking at it. And that I think is the most important thing with everything we talked about in this episode is it's all about giving you that perspective, breaking things down to a way that you truly can make a difference 
for your life, make a difference for your goals, and reach those goals that you've set for your career. So I hope you found some value in the podcast episode this week. I highly encourage that you check out yourliferocks.com to learn more about everything that we offer. If you're looking for help, whether it be in your career, your life, or just clearing some chaos and creating some balance, then I highly encourage you to check out our membership, Life Balance by Your Life Rocks, or just come hang out with us in our free Facebook community called Your Life Rocks Community. It's super easy. (laughs) We did that on purpose. Now, if you've gotten value from anything here at Your Life Rocks, I just encourage you to share this podcast episode. Whatever app you're listening to, there's typically a share button. And so you can share on social networks. You can share just by texting it to a friend or emailing it to a friend that you think might get some encouragement from this podcast. We would certainly appreciate that. Our mission really is to help more working Christian moms create that balance, clear the chaos, and reach the goals they've set in all areas of their life. So keep up the good work, and until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.